but found not a single citation. I contacted Stanley Ducharme, Ph.D. of Boston University, editor of the journal Sexuality and Disability. In his 16 years in the job, he told me he hasn't received any submissions on the topic. The most extensive treatment of the issue is a subsection of a chapter of the 1933 text The Blind in School and Society by Thomas Cutsforth. Writing about homosexuality among students at residential schools for the blind, Cutsforth deemed it a problem of environmental causation, a perfectly natural, although unfortunate, result of the conditions under which the children live. This didn't sound much like the sexual stalwarts my imagination had conjured. Turning finally to the internet, I came upon a website for B-Flag, Blind Friends of Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender People. The group, I learned, was founded in 1996 and counts 40 intrepid members. I joined a listserv to which many of the B-flaggers subscribe. A typical exchange. My name is Alejandro and I live in Mexico. I have an eye problem called keratoconus and although I am not totally blind, I am not very distant from that. I have a difficult time finding a boyfriend because most gays are mostly concerned about their looks, and as I wear very thick glasses, most of them think I do not look attractive. My name is Peter, and I live in Sydney, Australia. I'm 35 years of age and totally blind. I am in exactly the same position when it comes to finding someone. All men think about her looks. I think what's in the heart is more important. If I had sought validation, now I felt accused. Would I ever consider dating a blind man? Does my own vision act as a kind of blindness? When an ad was posted on the listserv for a blind Valentine's Cruise group, I decided that I had to go along. I was hoping that a week among some sightless gay men might make me see something new about desire. In San Diego, I waited two hours in line to board Royal Caribbean's Vision of the Seas. Searching the crowd of 2,000 passengers for a group of visually impaired men, I scanned a human catalog of failed attempts at beautification. Women with penciled eyebrows like a pleaked licorice. Face after hyper-tanned face, and yet everyone appeared ebullient and contentedly coupled. I, who had recently separated from my boyfriend, was the only person identifiably alone. I found Tommy's in my stateroom on deck four. Although the vision was still firmly moored, my stomach queezed. I hadn't spoken with Tommy since receiving his phone message and had left a return message on his machine, explaining that while I was looking forward to making new friends on the cruise, I would not be interested in any physical intimacy. I walked in calling, Tommy? but he wasn't in the cabin, which was roughly the size of my kitchen back in Boston. His clothes crowded one half of the closet. I unpacked my own clothes and set out exploring the ship, telling myself I was searching for my roommate, but hardly looking. I hiked fore and aft through the warren of tight hallways, then upstairs to the Casino Royale and Champagne Bar, to the pool, solarium, and jogging track. Hopelessly lost. I ended up at the Viking Crown Lounge, where I spied a man at the bar gulping a margarita, a seeing-eye dog curled at his feet. I steeled myself and approached, preparing to offer my most neutral, non-suggestive handshake. 
Then remembered that Tommy's dog, he told me, was young and yellow. This one was black, with a light rime of gray around the muzzle and wearing a rainbow neckerchief. So, this guy comes to read the meter, the dog's owner was saying to the man next to him. And when I show him in, he goes, you blind people are just so amazing. You just blow me away all the things you can manage by yourselves. And I wanted to say, yeah, that's right, guy. I can even jerk off by myself. Don't like to, but I can if I have to. The man waggled the straw in his margarita, basking in the laugh he'd known he would earn. Although he was seated, he radiated the pratfallish energy of a physical comedian. His skin was acne-scarred, and his nose was the bulbous knob seen in caricatures of Bill Clinton. But his take-no-prisoner's humor was magnetic and sort of sexy. I introduced myself and asked if he was in the Rainbow Bear group. He turned in the direction of my voice and...